Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, in this episode of the podcast, um, we are going to dive into like a virtual tour of the LinkedIn Ads Campaign Manager. So again, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna lay the foundation, and I'm going to walk you through exactly what it looks like, what the different tabs are, and things you should be aware of. We're going to briefly touch on a lot of this stuff, and then we're going to come back to it um, later on in different episodes, and we're going to dive into each of those very in depth. But right now, I'm pretty much treating you, um, you know, and everyone like this is day one, your first exposure. So if you're if you're familiar, you probably want to skip ahead. If if not, or you just like to lay the foundations, make sure we're on the same page, uh, then stick around. So I'm going to start super basic. When you log into LinkedIn um, and you're looking for the LinkedIn campaign manager, um, you want to run ads, uh, the icon is in the top right of your screen and it says advertise. So when you click on that, uh, it pops up and a lot of times if it's just your account, which for many of you it will be, or you don't have one yet and you'll have to hit create in the top left, um, your ad account will show there. One uh, quick fact about this screen is for those of you marketers who have lots and lots, maybe you have four or five, six pages of these, um, for whatever reason, there's people that didn't know this. Uh, you can search by account name and you can search by company name by typing into those two fields at the top. So you can save yourself some um, headache and trouble just by skipping to that. But I am sure that you already knew that. All right. So next, um, when you actually click into your account, uh, I'm going to visually walk you through what you see. So you might be staring, you might be staring at a at a blank screen, or you might uh, be looking at uh, if it says new campaign. Uh, actually, let me pull mine up and just make sure that we're on the same page here. So when you log on, yeah, it should say new campaign group. I think that's like the default. Um, and then you could create your own. So any campaigns you have are listed there. There's some basic metrics and numbers. Um, we'll come back to that. But the first thing I'm going to walk you through is the settings. So, and it doesn't just say settings. So it's kind of weird if this is your first time um, in the upper right-hand corner of the account you're in, you'll see a logo, you'll see the company name and the logo of the account that you're in. So if it's yours, it should be your company name and your logo. So it doesn't say settings, um, but it's a hoverable button. You can click on it. And when you click on it, there's a drop-down menu. So from there, it should say view company page. That'll, that'll jump you right into your company page. Um, so you can make changes there uh, and just make sure that that looks good. You can do a edit count details, manage access, billing center, contact settings, and you can leave the account. Um, so the settings, like I said, this is not, it's not, it doesn't just actually say settings there, but if you click on that, it'll, it'll drop down. And the, the important stuff here, and we'll come back and tell you actually how to set it up. But the main things here is um, jumping into your company page from here and managing access. Those are the two big ones. Um, managing access is actually how you would add someone to your account uh, so that they could create and manage the LinkedIn ads account um, or that they could just have viewing ability if you want them to just see what's going on or be able to do an audit. So those are the two main ones there. The next thing we're going to look at is account assets. Um, so that was in the top right-hand corner. In the top middle, so it says a campaign manager. Um, that's a clickable button all the way in the top left. That would kick you all the way back out to the beginning screen where you see all the accounts that you own and have to click into it. Um, right below it is campaign uh, performance. 
that's kind of a little home button um, within this account. So if you click the campaign performance button, um, it will actually take you back to the initial screen where you see all of your different ad groups within this company page. So without kicking you out. So that's kind of nice just to be able to have that kind of reset button within the can- within the company that you're in without kicking you all the way out. Um, but next, right below that is a little bar and it has campaign performance, testing, website demographics. Um, we're not really going to deal with any of those. Uh, n- none of those are really basic features. Um, what we're actually going to go into today is account assets. So this is the this is the drop down that has a ton of the basic things that you're going to need on day one. Um, the very first thing that you're going to have to worry about is insights tag. So again, I'm just going to introduce these to you today, and then in the next episode, we're going to dive into a couple of these basic ones um, that are, that you need to get set up. So the insights tag is. It's kind of like the um, Google tag or the Facebook pixel. It's a piece of code that you drop into your website that allows LinkedIn ads to be able to um, see the clicks and traffic that are going there. And it tells them all sorts of stuff. You know, it, it can track what pages they hit, um, what goals that conversions that you set up. So it, it's what allows us to kind of track and retarget and um, do everything that actually brings results. Um, Without the LinkedIn Insights tag installed on your website, we wouldn't be able to do any retargeting because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be capturing the data of people that visit that page. So it's super, super important. And in the very next episode, I'll I'll walk you through how to set that up. Um, But I just want you to know what it is today. Uh, The next thing that's really important is conversions. Uh, so this is where you would actually set up your goals for the campaign. So you know what is the point of this? What do you want people to do? Um, do you want people to fill out a contact us form? Do you want people to sign up for your webinar? Uh, do you want to track um, booked calls, purchases, any of those things that you want to set up? We can actually uh, set up as a conversion inside of LinkedIn. And that way it can it can keep track of it and it can tell us which ad group it came from, which campaign it came from, and even which ad ultimately led to that conversion. So as you can see, that would be pretty important because you know, how are you going to know uh, if we're successful running these campaigns if we're not tracking the conversions? And the other cool thing um, we can do with conversions, and again, insights tag and conversions, I'll dive into uh, in depth in the very next episode. Um, but conversions, you can also assign a value to it. So, you know, if, if I'm putting $2,000 worth of ad spend a month into this, I kind of want to know not just how many conversions I got and then have to do the mental math myself. Um, if you put conversion values in there, it would calculate the conversion value of everything you got and give you, you know, instantaneous ROI uh, kind of overview as you go. So if that's really helpful just to, at the end of the day, I mean, we look at this as it's a transaction or it's investment. You know, I want to be able to put X amount of dollars in and get Y return from it. And then I want to be able to optimize and improve on that. But if you don't know where you stand, then yeah, I mean, um, that's just basic 101 where we can start. So that's conversions. Um, the next thing under account assets is matched audiences. Um So matched audiences, this is where you actually set up your retargeting audiences. So you actually need the insights tag to um, be able to 
track the the audiences or the traffic to retarget them, but then you actually have to set up those buckets in matched audiences. Uh, so that'll probably be not the next episode, but the one after that. Uh, we'll dive into setting that up, um, gaining access to the account and things like that. But matched audiences is where you could set up things like, you know, they just visited my website or they visited my product page. They visited my pricing page. They, um, they filled out the contact us form um, or they visited my website, but they didn't fill out the contact us form. Um, all of the different buckets that you could think of, um, they visited my company page. They watched 50% of my demo video. They opened the lead gen form, but they didn't submit it. All of those different buckets that would be really, really helpful to uh, know what they are. Um, and that would be helpful to have maybe unique marketing to that specific group um, is done by having the insights tag on your website and then setting up those proper retargeting um, custom audiences inside of the, the matched audience tab. So the only other one that's, that's super important, uh, block list is a little um, advanced asset history, landing pages, none of that, um, you know, any normal basic or even intermediate person would really need. Uh, the other big one that um, a lot of people would find value in is the last option is lead gen forms. So LinkedIn lead gen forms is probably like when a lot of people think about doing LinkedIn ads, they actually think about doing lead gen forms, which is you see an ad on your LinkedIn newsfeed, you click learn more, sign up, register, whatever it is, and a form pops up right inside of LinkedIn and it captures your information. You know, it captures your your name, your email address, your phone number, your company name, whatever. The cool thing is that A, it doesn't force them out of LinkedIn. Um, it pops up, it's instantaneous. You don't have to worry about loading. Um, the second cool thing is it um, has all the information kind of pre-populated. So it's not like they have, it makes it super easy. It's not like they have to fill out all this stuff and then it's a headache and they give up, you know, because it's time consuming. Because LinkedIn already has all the information, as soon as they click it, 95% of the information is already populated. They just have to hit submit. Um, so it's an easy way of capturing interest, like in the moment, less friction, hassle-free. And um, and then, uh, so inside lead gen forms, that option, you can create the lead gen forms, um, you can edit them, you know, the, uh, the copy, the questions, the information that you want to capture. And it's also what, uh, where it, they store the leads that you get from them. So, I mean, you can set up like automated flows and again, that'll be, that'll be a separate one. Um, I would say this though. So yeah, we'll, we'll dive into the specifics of how step-by-step -step how to set that in at a later one, but I would say this just like for you guys getting started. Um, I would not run cold lead gen forms. Like I would not, my first go-to for LinkedIn ads is not to set up lead gen form ads and capture leads that way. The reason being, I think lead gen forms is kind of a crappy cold um, ads tactic because think about it this way. It's their first time you're running a cold ad. It's their first time being exposed to your brand. First time them seeing your company. They don't necessarily know what you do who you are, why they should trust you. So you don't have any of the any anything in place to actually um, capture, you know, a, a transaction or a purchase. You're you're hoping to just simply get on the radar and get some initial information. Um, and so the leads that you get from that, and they don't even get to visit your website first. 
So they've never even been to your website. They, they don't know who you are, what you're about, all that. They just, you know, if you did a really, really, really good ad, they know what you sell, hopefully. Um, and then you capture the information. Usually those leads are a little weaker for all those reasons I just listed. They, they You just don't have enough trust and credibility, history, brand awareness. You don't have any of that in place yet. So those people that do submit their information, you know, the, the amount, the rate at which the people submit the form um, and then actually show up on a call or, you know, from showing interest to closing the deal. I mean, it's pretty horrendous. Um, so the two things you can do is if you are going to run LinkedIn lead generation as a cold ad, I would, I mean, the only thing that makes sense is if you have a really robust email nurturing sequence. So knowing that they're very top of the funnel, unaware of who you are, they need to be super nurtured, uh, retargeted and followed up on uh, to actually build all of that. So if you're hoping to just, you know, email and call the people that fill out Legion forms and and they're going to convert, like that's never going to happen. Um, you can funnel them into an email drip, a webinar, um, you know, some kind of nurturing sequence. The other option, which I highly suggest for you know 90% of people, is don't run cold legion forms. What you should do instead is actually run cold ads, get on their radar, send them to your website, um, even if it's not a highly converting landing page, uh, but that's a different subject. Just get on their radar, build some, some awareness of who you are, what you do. And then those people that visited your website um, who match your target demographic, retarget them with the, with the um, lead gen form. And the, the most common, I was about to say with the ebook, because with, with lead gen forms, the most common use of it is to tie it to an ebook. You know, it's, we do LinkedIn lead generation and LinkedIn ads. So ours would, you know, might be everything you need to know about LinkedIn ads, download the ebook. Um, you know, they're not expressing interest in my service either. I guess that's the other big thing. Like usually it's transactional for information. It's gated content. And uh, that's all, that's a whole nother subject that we're just diving into the wrong thing here. Um, that's not, you know, this isn't a demand gen podcast. Um, so anyway, that's, that's my initial thoughts on that. We'll dive into that theory that of how you should structure it and why you should structure it. That's, that's intermediate. Um, that's not the basic. So, um, I'm sorry that we went off on that rabbit tail, that rabbit trail I about said rabbit tail. Like that's a real phrase. Um, let me, let me regain my footing here. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna get back on track. Okay. So that was custom audiences, the intro to it. Um, oh, and lead gen forms. All right. So the next thing I'm going to show you, um, and I'm, I'm trying to do a good job of explaining exactly where this stuff is and, you know, everything I'm explaining right now is is visible once you log into your company ads campaign. It's all kind of around that home, that home setting screen. So the next thing is there's actually a create uh, campaign button. Um, so it's below the campaign performance testing, uh, that kind of stuff. And that's where you would actually create either a new account, a campaign group, or a campaign. So a campaign group, I guess this is a good place just to, to insert this. Campaign group is you know, a group of campaigns. So it's kind of just like an organizational tool. And then inside the campaign group, you'll have as many campaigns as you want. Typically the way I would structure it. And there's, I've looked around, there's, there's really like no amazing philosophy as to how you should structure it. And LinkedIn as of today 
is really terrible about letting you like delete, archive, reorganize stuff so that it doesn't just clutter your screen. So I like to have my cold ads um, in a group. I like to have my retargeting ads in a group. Um, I have the different, I don't, I don't segment them by like campaign types in the group. Um, all my different inside of my, my cold ads and my retargeting ads, each of those groups has a series of campaigns that range from single image to video to, you know, lead gen. So I don't, I don't break them out like that. I would do like, um, you know, cold and by product retargeting and by product. So for instance, right now, you know, our main two is LinkedIn lead generation outreach and LinkedIn paid ads. So I might have LinkedIn cold, you know, paid ads and then LinkedIn retargeting paid ads and then LinkedIn outreach um, cold and LinkedIn outreach retargeting. And then as we roll out, you know, more services, like probably by the time you're listening to this, um, what we're already offering, starting to offer, it's not on our website, but Google ads and Facebook, and then it's going to be email and data, uh, website visitor activation. So I would segment it by like service um, and by stage cold and retargeting. Um, but that's where that is, uh, where you would locate that and, and the thought process behind it. And the next thing is just on this, this main dashboard is the basic reporting functions. Um, so if you, even in the new campaign group, uh, I forget which one is by default, it's probably performance, um, but right above. So you'll have the, the campaign name and then I'll have like these, these different columns, you know, status, spent, impressions, clicks, uh, average CTR, bid. So these are all like the basic reporting. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a couple of tips here and in an advanced one or probably intermediate, I'll show you how to, how to create a custom dashboard. So you can make this uh, look however you like. Um, but the basics is right above where it says average CPM, um, average CPC, and right below where you see performance chart, demographics, export, there's, there's a header that says columns. And then there's a drop down, you know, whatever it's set on performance, default, delivery, probably default might be the default. That would make sense. But it's been a while since I saw a brand new account. Um, so if you click on that though, it has all of these different options. So you can, you can choose from templated, um, reporting dashboards based on kind of what you're running or what's most important to you. Um, so for instance, looking at performance, um, would, would show you, uh, spent impressions, click CTR bid CPC, um, delivery would be more sends, um, Engagement is more likes, shares, comments, um, social engagements overall, uh, engagement rates, things like that. Like actually building, um, you know, impressions and and those social act those social engagements. Uh, they have conversion and leads, sponsored messaging, video, budget and bid, talent leads, job applications, um, and then you can build a custom one. So those are the different those are the different ones there. Um, and the other really cool thing is once you set up conversions. The next one over um, is called breakdown. And if you click breakdown and then you click conversions, it will it will actually show you, um, it will split out the reporting tab and show you a breakdown. Instead of just saying, you know, five conversions from this group, it will show you each type of conversion um, broken out by campaign group and ad. Um, so you can actually see, you know, what kind of conversion it was, especially if you have three or four different conversions, like you have a form submit, booked call, purchase, webinar, sign up. Um, you know, it's, it's not that helpful to just see, 
how many conversions. Um, if you have conversion value, then you know that's more helpful. Um, but being able to actually see the breakout of what the conversions are, that makes a lot more sense and makes the uh, the dashboard a lot more a lot more easy to look at. I feel like that that was worded weirdly by me. Okay, next, I think we're wrapping up here. Sorry. Um, the next one here is so those are just a few you can try out. Um, actually, that's probably that's probably it for this one. Um, I went into a lot more detail than I thought I was going to with the conversions um, and the lead gen forms, especially. Um, you got a little bit of my thoughts and theories behind that um, and a lot more of that to come. Um, when we get into like checkpoints and things like that, it gets a little crazy. There's, there's, there's a lot you can do now with this. So what's next? Uh, in the next episode, um, I want to keep laying the foundation of, of the things you need in place um, before you can actually run an ad. So I, I was hoping to dive in, um, you know, to creating an ad with you, but there's actual things you need before you can create an ad. So, um, there's a few checklist items such as getting your insights tag installed. Like I would not run ads without an insights tag, uh, installed, getting your conversion tracking in place, um, and, and creating your, your custom retargeting audiences, having those buckets in place, is absolutely important before you ever launch an ad. Like you are wasting, 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 wasting your money if you do not have those three things. An insights tag installed, conversions um, set up and tracking, and your custom audiences set up and collecting. Um, So before I create an ad with you, in this next episode, I'm going to walk through those three things. Well, maybe two of them uh, and save the third for the next one, depending on you know how long wind did I get or what rabbit trails I go down. So join me next time. I appreciate it, guys.